0: Heyo, it's the Chico and Debbie in the building. Hi everyone, welcome back to an episode of Busy Podcast with your host Chico and Debbie. Well, today we'll be talking about some latest news in the investing world. So, Debbie?
1: Let- yeah, so there's actually been an update to... think they call it the uk's most high profile investment manager fund and essentially what an investment management fund is i believe you know you can have a company or you can have a team of people who have demonstrated that they're quite successful at investing in the stock market and sending investing in various funds etc and um they have a high track record so what happens is people then give them their money and say oh please invest my money for me so i think you have institutions that do this such like your goldman sachs etc um, but there's also um, people that can have like private companies set up to do this. Um, and we've spoken about investments quite a few times on this show. And, you know, like we always say, only invest what you're willing to risk, you know, what you're willing to lose. Absolutely. But unfortunately, you know, people sort of get twinkly eyed and sort of think, oh, I'm going to be <laughs> I'm going to be rich. So there's this guy called Mr. Woodford, um, who was this like, you know, sort of trailblazing investor. And I think he was just sort of smashing it, so to speak, you know, really killing it when it comes to investors. I think they have like lists that they publish in terms of like the top investors. And he was sort of in that list. So he decided to launch his own investment management firm, you know, with some associates and a lot of people, you know, gave him money to invest so including so it wasn't just individuals it was also institutions it was also pension funds i mean people just thought oh if we give her money we're gonna guarantee results which you never can you know say unfortunately in 2019 it seemed as though you know this fund sort of came crashing down you know in terms of why it came crashing down you know this st- is still open to speculation we don't really seem to know concretely what happened but it seems as though people started to you know get suspicious or be a bit nervous maybe it's the better term with regards to what mr woodford was actually investing in and maybe he wasn't quite hitting the returns that he promised so in 2019 lots of investors started to pull out their money because they said oh this is a bit risky sorry Um, just
0: to interject what was the um how much was in there reportedly
1: yeah so reportedly at one point the fund was worth 10 billion pounds yeah that's so how that's much phenomenal. money he was managing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was huge. So, I mean, this is no small feat. This is this is huge. This is definitely like, if you're interested, if you're thinking about investing, which, you know, it's good to invest. is something to kind of keep an eye on I, because I, it was
0: huge. I get the impression. So the guy was effectively like the UK version of Warren Buffett. So Warren Buffett's <laughs> like an American investor. So he's very famous for yeah. investing. And normally he's he's kind of that type of person that whenever he wants to invest in something then lots of people will suddenly invest. So let's say, for example, he wants to invest in Coca-Cola. Suddenly the share price for um, for Coca-Cola will suddenly skyrocket just because he's made so much money in, yeah, in investing. So a lot of people get this kind of impression that you know whatever, whatever touches turns to go. So they tend to just copy him. So whatever he does, just copy him. Well, if it works for him, it will work for me effectively. Right. So, effectively, it sounds like this guy was basically the UK version of Warren Buffett.
1: Yeah, yeah and I remember because this story has been going around for a while. And I remember hearing some people who were pensioners and they had put all their life savings into the funds because they thought... Into this fund? Yes, into this fund. Oh, no, not because, again. Yes, because they thought, oh, no. this, will, this will, you know, be an, enable me to have a cushy retirement. I can uh, buy my no, luxury no. car and go on my red cruises and have a good holiday or whatnot. Yeah, because I remember when this story first came out, it was quite huge. huge... Um, Yeah, so lots of people put their life savings in there. And um, yeah, unfortunately, so what happened was, again, we don't quite know what was happening. Usually in these cases, it's poor management or management doing something a bit dodgy, but that's allegedly because we don't actually know exactly what happened. Um, But what happened was in 2019, over the span of four weeks, many investors started pulling out. So this was in June 2019. It's reported that people tried to pull out 500 million pounds worth of cash from the fund and um, you can imagine a lot of the fund probably wasn't liquid a lot of the fund was probably in investments which you know might have not been doing well so it essentially caused the fund to sort of collapse as it were and the financial conduct authority so
0: so why would that be just
1: yeah because they wouldn't have had enough money to support
0: so no, I mean in terms of why, why is it that when people started pulling out five hundred million, why did why did the um, fund
1: collapse? A lot of the so I'd, we don't know exactly, but a lot of the time, so if I just speak broadly, in broad investor terms, when people start to see other investors pulling out, they sort of think, ooh they must know something I don't I don't want to be the one sort of, sort of left with my money still in the investment. Let me pull mine out. Right, and then it becomes sense. a ripple effect. Yeah, and everyone tries to pull yeah. their money out. So what then happened was the Financial Conduct Authority, who is like the regulator of finan- financial institutions and financial products in the UK, they actually halted the fund. So they actually froze the fund, froze the fund's assets, and it, which meant that no one else could take their money. Everyone's money essentially was just in limbo. Because essentially, if more people would have continued to request money out which the fund just didn't have to give yeah everything would have just collapsed so um this happened in 2019 and since then there's been an investigation there's been court cases um and um but yeah they they still haven't gotten down to the bottom of what went wrong which is quite surprising um but the recent news that came out the reason why we're talking about this today is that some people on the committee some people some of the investors agreed this week um for for a compensation package that they will receive from the fund and uh, some people aren't happy though some people felt that they should wait and try to get more money um but essentially what they've agreed is that if you have invested in a fund you're going to get 77p for every one pound that you invested
0: oh that's pretty good
1: yeah yeah some so people some people were happy with it they won mm. the majority but some people say no you know it's a larger so some people their argument is that it's not just the money we invested it's these last Five years of uncertainty, of what it's cost them to not have access to their
0: funds, so etc. Where are they getting that from? Who's paying for that? Sorry, <laughs> hold on. No, idea. Oh, the exact yes. I'm not sure, you know, I was just thinking that. Coming
1: from? Yeah, I think it's. I think it's a scheme. Yeah, I think it's a scheme. Yeah.
0: Some kind of scheme.
1: Yeah, yeah. Through some kind of scheme, they're going to be able through some kind of scheme with the government and the FCA, they're going to be able to receive this compensation for for this that for, for this um fund that fell.
0: Interesting. Interesting. And is that? capped or is that like
1: yeah so i think it will total 230 million is what they said so i guess oh, so it's capped at 230 million yeah 230 million yeah so that that's going to be 10, the total out of 10 billion yeah that would be the total yeah so people won't receive wow. the exact amount of money that they invested back but they will receive some of it back uh, which is better than nothing. and majority of the investors agree to this uh Agree to this uh, package, and the judge has also approved this package as well. So this is what the investors will get. So um, yeah, it's um, you know, w- what are your initial thoughts?
0: Neutral thoughts. So I'm so surprised again. It's like yeah, people investing their entire li- you know, pensions and life savings into it. I mean, it's as if like, it's 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 an interesting concept. It's as if like I get the sense that these people are quite like, or some of these people might be like um, risk averse. Because they 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 are, um, it's their pensions and like that tends to be right. quite. Right, they a safe have thing. they have some savings, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, that's what it seems like. But then they're taking like the biggest risk. So it's like, yeah. But but they, but I think they thought that they were taking a safe. Yes, like, they exactly. They thought it was safe. Exactly right. Yeah, and like I you
1: mentioned Warren Buffett. I mean, people he he's been sort of on top of the investment sort of pyramid if you like well that's the wrong term he's been on top of his game in terms of investing for generations yeah so people like you said people trust it
0: yeah you know uh,
1: so they thought it was a sure thing and mind you this guy had a track record and a reputation Mm. of being it wasn't just people it was pension funds as well so a lot of people put their trust in in this guy's fund so but yeah i get what you mean in a sense that if you've been very risk averse you've been you know saving your money little by little why would you now then put everything
0: but but i think now it makes sense if i think of it from a perspective of they thought it was safe right it's kind of like putting your money in a in a, in a savings account or something with the bank <laughs> yeah you, you 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 just this oh yeah that's safe it's a yeah. savings account guys I think an happens, investment is yeah. not
1: a savings account it's definitely not safe and i yeah. think you know i think we've touched upon this in our previous um, podcast episode which is diversification is key mm. you know because if they had just bought a portion. I think yes, they would have still been affected, but not as much. Not as much, and they would have had five years, which wouldn't have had. And obviously, this happened just before the pandemic, so uh, you yeah, can imagine course, yeah, how painful timing. it was for them. Just everyone had uncertainty. A lot of people lost their job. People were furloughed. Now all your invest your money that you could have had to sort of tide you over it's caught up. It's frozen. Mm. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm happy that they got some compensation anyway. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, that, as you said, yeah, something's better than nothing. So at least they got something, but again it just highlights the pitfalls again um so what what has been have you heard any like commentary or what's what's people been saying about the
1: yeah so the main thing i've been hearing is that some of the investors are very happy they're very pleased but some are not they feel that they should have waited to see if they could get more compensation from the scheme but yeah i think just in general this is just a huge scandal and i think going forward i think people probably call for like tighter regulations i think that's usually the result when there's some sort of big scandal like this usually the result is tighter regulation yeah. in the sector um, which might make it more difficult for people to invest but will more, more likely keep people safer and i think just maybe the encouragement of more education i don't think people should just be able to just put all their life savings without understanding the risks mm. you know so i think yeah that will probably be the result it's just yeah more regulation you know tightening up the rules so that this doesn't happen again
0: yeah yeah and really emphasizing the fact that yeah you could yes you could win money but you can gain money but you can also lose money I think that's really really important yeah and maybe even speaking about the
1: percentage of people that lose just to really sort of highlight that you know this isn't a quick win i mean it can be Mm. and that's the thing i think the people that talk about the quick wins they tend to be the loudest voices it's like a Mm. you know cryptocurrency investing i know some people have been really successful at it and as a result they've really sort of shouted it from the rooftop right. so everybody else thought or a lot of people then thought oh that could be me too without really understanding the market so yeah it's just yeah just the business key just a lesson there just to kind of try to understand what you're putting your money into and yeah just yeah if you really don't understand it maybe just don't invest or put in a small amount that you'd be willing to lose because yeah, it's just not worth that anxiety of knowing that your whole life savings is gone, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely,
0: yeah. absolutely. Any last point. Okay, and, and Debbie, I think you had some update on some news that's happened in a week. So
1: in our previous podcast, you spoke about the Super Bowl and the economics regarding the Super Bowl. So if you haven't seen our podcast, check it out. Um, but there was some new news recently on CNBC where Uber talked about um, the cost that they've spent on their advert. And that's one of the things that we touched upon, isn't it?
0: Absolutely, yeah, about the... Yeah, about the cost of the halftime show and so on. Yeah,
1: yeah, the halftime show and the the uh, adverts that people play as well. Yeah, so Uber have actually um, done an advert. They include the Beckhams and also I think it will include some people from Friends, the legendary comedy show, uh, which is not going to be cheap. You know, especially David Beckham. I mean, he doesn't. It you know, doesn't seem to get out of bed for. I'm say that. Especially like to get the especially to get the Beckhams involved. That would definitely be. <laughs> Especially to get the Beckham's involved, that won't be cheap. But the interesting thing is that he said it would. He said that it still costs more to place the ad than it did to get David Beckham and all these other celebrities involved in the ad, which just tells you just how much it costs to place an ad at the Super Bowl. Like yeah. he said, you know yeah the average i believe is in the millions to place an ad a 30 second ad but what he said which is sort of what we alluded to on our previous podcast is that uber are going to turn this into like a big campaign so it won't just be this one ad it will be like a now a six month campaign and i think they spent months to sort of develop it so yeah huge business there and if you do see it tell us what you think um if it's if you think it's worth the money if you think it's worth the millions tell us what you think
0: yeah i think that's quite a clever strategy as well isn't it yeah interestingly investing seeing a long-term approach to it so yeah. part of a bigger picture yeah makes sense and what's the second news that you had
1: yeah and so what was the second update we had
0: yeah so the second update was to do with disney plus so they just announced the deal with taylor swift so her highly successful eras tour in fact talking of eras tour we did do a podcast episode on eras tour we as did, well yeah. so yeah check it out if you haven't done already so we, we talked about eras tour as well so they decided to do a collaboration so the Aeros tour will be streaming on Disney plus and will be exclusively on Disney plus going forward. So that is a real interesting development and yeah, we know she's got a massive fan base and also the Aeros tour was well received as well by the public. So
1: yeah, it was, yeah. yeah it's just clever all round because is it sold to Disney plus you said? Yeah. So Correct. Disney yeah. own, um, ESPN, aren't they? Who are a big sports, uh, a big sports outlet. And Taylor Swift has actually been linked to, the nfl this year um because she's dating one of the um players who will actually be playing in the super bowl so it's just ah, like a nice yeah like a nice little neat little circle that's a So nice circular, yeah she's she's, she's yeah. apparently increased the viewership of really? the nfl yeah particularly a lot among women and amongst women and girls wow. it's gone up dramatically and apparently during the broadcast of the games where she's uh, attended they keep Cutting the camera to her. So, whereas in the past they'd maybe cut the camera to a coach or to one of the players (laughs) they cut the camera to her but... It's been successful so yeah no it sounds like a yeah nice a nice a good deal for for taylor swift and you know on our previous podcast i mean guys check it out we spoke about some of the money that it's raked in but it sounds like we can't stop yet i mean we might it might be another year before we really know the true amount of money that she's made from this era store it sounds amazing
0: absolutely and I, I did read an article that was saying something like i think she's performing in somewhere in the she's 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 performing abroad not not sure of the exact country but she's performing abroad and it's like a race against time to whether she'll be able to make it in time for the super bowl <laughs> i think it's on Sorry. like saturday night the, the drama of it i yeah, love it looks like the, the, the headline
1: will taylor swift who will win the super bowl will taylor swift get make back in time? time yeah that is super hilarious because
0: her uh, oh, partner's gonna be performing in the super yeah bowl, so it, yeah it's um yeah so you can see the kind of headlines the headlines and and how it ties in that she's bringing in yes i
1: think all the uh tv outlets and news outlets they're loving it and i'm sure disney are loving it too because all it will do is just bring in more eyeballs for this uh eris world tour on disney plus so i think it's a brilliant brilliant move brilliant collaboration though yes absolutely. yes we just wanted to provide you with that with that update but you guys yeah check out our previous episodes if you want the full context of those conversations
0: yes absolutely um so any recommendations for the following week
1: yeah so my recommendation this week would be the tourist season one on bbc bbc iPlayer, you can catch it uh it's a drama series about a guy who um gets into a car crash this happens at the start of the episode so this is not a spoiler and he doesn't know who he is so then he goes on this mission to kind of discover who he is so he is essentially a tourist i guess in australia Um, But along the way, it turns out that he might be, I don't know, sort of 007 type character. So it's really exciting. It's a really, really interesting show. If you've not checked it out, feel free to check it out. I really enjoyed it. Season one. Yeah, check it out. And you, would you have any recommendations?
0: My recommendation would be for to watch the latest. So got the latest season of Gladiators. So Gladiators was a show that was out in the 90s. It was really, really good. It's kind of similar to, you could say, if you've seen Ninja Warrior. It's kind of that type of vibe but what they have is they have some house house how can we call it some house like a house team of uh, of gladiators who usually compete against the contestants so on tasks so it's normally like lots of stuff like i've said no sorry lots of stuff like maybe climbing walls and yeah it's usually it's usually it's usually lots of fun really really good um really really good show so definitely recommend it from on bbc one usually on saturdays so definitely recommend it if time to see it I'm looking for a show to watch so yeah
1: yeah so thanks everyone for listening uh, feel free to join in the conversation you can use the hashtag business key pod you can also follow us on instagram and on tiktok at business key pod and we'll see you next wednesday bye, bye.